today on Bell and the Birdman. Dallas is good. I hate to say it, but Dallas is good. Also, is Sunday another blowout? It's all coming up on Bell and the Birdman. But first, Taylor, hit the music. Hello, everybody. Whew. We missed Tuesday. It's my fault. I'm so sorry. It's Bell and the Birdman. I'm John Barchard. That is Vince Quinn along with Taylor Credatis. Of course, uh, we are traveling to go see the New York football giants. I guess that's why I accidentally wore the, uh, what do you call this again? Cornflower blue? Whatever they said in the <laughs> fight club. So it's more an homage to that, not my New York giants, which we'll certainly get into. Vince Quinn, uh, what's on your mind in the December uh, uh, chili coat-wearing day. That yeah. was not good, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're trying to say. First off, I'll take some responsibility for Tuesday as well. It's a, te- <laughs> it's a team effort, and I was completely shot. So uh, it is what it is. But Yeah, Carrie was down with an ear infection, three kids. There's There was no hope for me either. So yeah. we tried. We really tried, but we're going to pack in a lot of good stuff today. Yeah, so. I couldn't respond to basic questions from Dana. So <laughs> I, I was just like, wait, what was that? She's like, are you all right? So nope. I was like, no, I'm nope. going to bed at 945. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so uh, Because was, we need, uh, we're, there's going to be a lot of beef and a lot of beer and stuff on Sunday, right? You yeah. PhillySportsTrips.com slash bell, by the way, if you haven't uh, booked that ticket yet. I believe there are still some room for you at the tailgate. Uh, we're going to give out Elio's uh, pizza once again. So just uh, throwing that out there. But uh Vince Quinn has been saying some awful great things <laughs> about the Dallas Cowboys. And this isn't like, you know, you know, the old Eagles trope for me. It's like, oh, nothing. Everything Dallas does sucks. And, you know, they're uh, way better than I thought they would be. I thought they were going to collapse. Help yeah. Me. The NFC East is way better than I thought it was going to be. So um, uh, no one's playing tag except for everybody in the AFC West or NFC West. So you have been watching the Cowboys games Religiously? Uh, no, don't put it religiously. I I had an afternoon where I mainlined Dallas games. Now I, I know I was why you were tired and upset, yeah. and, and why I hated myself and my body <laughs> shut down. Yes, that that is what happened. I watched I watched a couple of straight games from Dallas. Uh, every single play, just getting a feel for exactly what's been going on in all yeah. these games. How good do they look? That team's really fucking good right now. I mean, this is the best I've ever seen from Dallas since uh, I don't know. They went thirteen and three in 06 yeah. with To. Like it's it's phenomenal what they're doing. I, look, the Philadelphia Eagles are are you love everything that they're doing because they're dominant on both sides of the ball. What do we yell about all the time? Coaching. And I think the single biggest difference between Dallas this year and every other year going back to twenty thirteen or that thirteen and three season, coaching. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd say this. That watch that team. If if you don't want to tell me this is the best coach Dallas team I've ever seen in my lifetime, it without it a doubt. Head, I'm just saying it ain't the head coach. No, it might be, it's probably Dan Quinn. It's probably everybody else Kellen on the Moore. offensive side. Kellen Moore, obviously. But it's not. It's not. Don't tell me out coach, better best coach or whatever. It is. It is the best coached Dallas team I have ever seen. Okay, that makes sense. It is the best coached Dallas team. And you wait. You you missed the Jimmy Johnson stuff mostly, right? Yeah, I was. I mean, I I was. I was like five. Making sure because I was like, yeah, best coach Dallas team. There's going to be a lot of people yell you. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. My football brain turned on because I was old enough to start understanding things in like (laughs) ninety eight, ninety nine. You know, I was. I was born in eighty nine, so like. But it's, regardless, it's, time. it's hot, hot heat. 
you know, what are they doing? What are they doing that's that's wowing you outside of that? It's just like the because I see stat sheets. I don't have time to rewatch every freaking Cowboys game. Yeah, certainly. But uh, um, you know, I I keep these DAC interceptions keep like you know popping up and all that stuff. So what is what? Well, what that's is, it's funny that you say up? that. It, in my opinion, DAC is the worst part of that offense. Right now, he's the number one thing that he just well, makes. Well, well, well. I'm just, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he makes some awful throws, awful decisions. And like, and part of this, I think, is the Jalen experience of watching him all the time and seeing how efficient and smart he is consistently. You see a ball that's just thrown into double coverage or it's a terrible pass from Dak, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, that doesn't. It's like uh, when you watch the Process Sixers and they'd play like a really good basketball team, you'd be like, wow, this is a whole other sport. Like, you'd have these like. Oh yeah, other it's different for other yeah. teams in other cities. Uh, watching Dak make some bad decisions like that with an offense that's that's good that's that good. It's pretty shocking. Yeah, could have freaking called that one. That's uh, that's exciting to me. You're not making me feel like the Cowboys are a threat. I mean, I just heard Ezekiel Elliott last week say, you know what? It is just it's just better that Tony Pollard gets the ball before I do. And I'm going, what the what? <laughs> Well, and not to be like surprised, I'm not surprised by it. I'm just oh, saying, I'm like, surprised by that. How on earth can anyone be scared of that when the one of the most dominant cap, you know, hits is the is not even saying I'm not even effective anymore. Well, Explain think about this that to, to Dallas's credit, though. You're getting a guy that everybody's labeled as a bad guy and an asshole. Like everybody, yeah, that's still if you true. Ask, by if, the way. And maybe it is. <laughs> I've never known Zeke. I yeah. don't fucking know. But uh, you're getting that guy to now say, yeah, the guy that's going to inevitably take my job after this year and I will be out of here, he deserves the ball more. Like, that's maturity. It just is. I guess, you but like what is, how is that now presenting to me? Like, that's it. So you just said the guy that handles the football the most has is the most mistake person on their offense, which yep. makes me feel great. Ezekiel Elliott, who is clearly no longer in his prime, which I didn't even think I would be able to say, is not going to like move the needle. Two very important players on the Cowboys look like they're old, playing like they're old, hurt whatever it is, even though they're not. And I'm looking at the other side of offenses. I'm going, what is to debate here? What is to debate here? What, CeeDee Lamb is suddenly going to make me feel all weird and and. Like, what is the how can I feel threatened by the Cowboys at this point in time? How? How can anyone feel like this is this is such a huge, massive juggernaut that you gotta be worried about? No, you don't. Oh, I totally disagree. <laughs> I, I've never respected Dallas this much. I cause I'm with you a lot of times. It's like, oh, big bad Dallas, they win ten games, eleven games, whatever, and then they get to the playoffs and they implode. They did it last year. Yes. So it's surprising to look at this coaching staff, which is why I thought they were cooked and this season was totally over for them and they were just withering out the window and Mike McCarthy would get fired. He's not going anywhere. Because great. that which great. is which could be great <laughs> if it means that Dan Quinn gets hired somewhere else and Kellen Moore gets hired somewhere else and their head coaches in other places, then yeah, I think we're cooking again. But for right now, they got something really good going on. I mean, looking at some of the basic numbers, their offense is third in the league, Eagles are second, it's right there. Their defense is third in the league, Eagles are seventh. They have the most sacks in the NFL right now. Like they're a very aggressive unit. They're physical everywhere. I mean, this team, if I was to describe Dallas on the simplest level, they are absolutely relentless. This team will beat the shit out of you. They will attack you constantly. They will throw the ball down the field. They'll run you over, break tackles. They're blitzing. Like, it's it's just constant. You're being swarmed by hyenas constantly. And uh, that's hard. It's hard to play against when the talent's good. <laughs> of course good. it is. Yes. The, Cowboys, the Cowboys have drafted great talent, especially on the defensive side, 
for years. For the last few years, that's why they're such a great football team. They have stacked everywhere pretty much for what linebacker you it basically is between all that. Yes, it probably looks and feels like that 13-3 and team, a team in which, you know, went downhill after that. The same type of thing when Dak Prescott's in here. I think they're 13-3 and again. They're going to play the, the Packers at home and lose to a, an epic field goal there. How am I supposed to get so, again, so threatened and fired up by this Cowboys team where we know what's coming? I'm going to bet on, and it's not just the history I'm betting on, they're missing things. And this is kind of like the OBJ parade solidified all of that. It's made me feel so much more comfortable. How the fuck do you roll out the red carpet for OBJ? Then all of a sudden flip all of that. You have all these players yip-yapping and saying, bring OBJ, bring OBJ. And then all of a sudden go, actually, his ACL still fucked up 12 hours later publicly in a radio interview. You need OBJ. That's what that's what it felt like from the locker room saying like, hey, yes, yeah, we need that little extra firepower because that's what we're missing. The and we're behind on this. And, the, you know, they know this is this is <laughs> a squeeze. The cap hell that's waiting for the Cowboys, I believe, is still not great after this year as well. So, you know, if this is it and they take this train and they end up beating an 11 and one Philadelphia Eagles team or whatever their record is by the time that they see them in the playoffs. I, I like I don't know how they escape to get to the NFC championship game. I don't. There's too many good there's too many things that could happen along the line. Too many things. And history is on my side. Well, history's <laughs> definitely on your side. And that's why I went into this. Because everybody when it when it blew up after this week, especially beating the Colts up, it was like, okay, there's a lot of hype around this team. It, it, is it actually worth it? It's probably not. So I went into it with the mindset of, oh, this team's totally overhyped. I'm so impressed. I'm just so impressed, and it's it's all over the place. I mean, C.D. Lamb is an absolute bona fide superstar. There's no doubt 100%. about it. But you look at some of the other things around the team. I mean, even random guys, like the tight ends, they're always good with tight ends, right? I know who the hell Peyton Hendershot really was, but I watch him, and I'm like, oh, that guy's pretty good. He's a solid role player. Like, he makes a couple of passes. He beats people up in the running game. It's just a good thing to see. Like, they've just got talent in so many different places. It's coming from everywhere. And the other element, too, that is undeniable, and we saw it when the Eagles played the Cowboys before, their special teams is great. Oh, wow. It, it matters. when you uh, Come on, man. Like, if you're going to have Cav- – <laughs> have you seen Cavante Turpin on if returns? Da- if you're down to special teams in a game, uh, you did something wrong offensively or defensively no uh, yes. not necessarily Always. Look, it's it, it's if you can get a guy that's that dynamic in the return game the way that he is where I'm routinely seeing this guy return the ball for like 30 yards 40 yards I mean that's a that's a big deal that's a whole first downs worth of yardage like Vince Quinn you are stretching me thin here man special team returner is is gonna make the edge in an important playoff game against these guys they're pretty equal all things considered they have they're not equal they that's, are they, equal right now AJ Brown dominates CD Lamb would fucking take his skull and put it in there and say Bullshit. get on my level no yes he would hey, yes not, he would he's not that he much better is no he's that not. much better he he, there is a there is guys that can be top five. Ceedee Lamb could be. He is not close to it right now. He needs another oh, year. 
But no, he doesn't. The dominance of what A.J. Brown could do, C.D. Lamb cannot. Full stop. And that might be his athletic body or whatever it is. I don't care. I don't have to worry about that. They don't have a number two like Devontae Smith next to him. Plus, Dallas Goddard's going to be healthy. And if you try and fucking shove Dalton Schultz down my, my throat, I'm going to laugh hysterically. Which that I will team, not. That team, shot for shot, talent-wise, does not match what the Eagles have. It doesn't matter when it comes to the playoffs. It doesn't matter when, you know, regular season, great, everybody will hoot and holler about it. When it comes down to it, that that Eagles team has more depth, more everything, and it's got fucking Reed Blankenship and a bunch of guys in the secondary that are hanging out and being okay. They keep, you know, the Diggs thing is going to, he is going to absolutely get burnt by AJ if he is tracking him on that side. All of the comeback routes that he wants to jump, all it's Devontae too. Like it's an easy secondary to manipulate versus the front seven and which is so aggressive and so awesome. It's easy to manipulate on the other side. And Cowboys fans will tell you so much differently. Well, all they, of the time. Well, they have and a they, reason to. Like, did, did the Eagles blow out the Cowboys in the first game of the year when they played? No. When, well, it's a they completely did, different was, team from this there, too, and so is okay. Dallas. Oh, great. Yeah, and they had Cooper Rush out there. I'm just saying, like, look, you look at Dallas across the board. Their offensive line has played a lot better than I thought. The guys have grown. Like, right side of the line is really strong. Steele's been out there at work. So, like, they have a really good line right now. They're not starting Jason Peters, which they were going to have to do at the start of the year. That is not the case. So, the offensive line is good. Michael Gallup is really good. He missed some games. Like, their wide receiver. Gallup is really, yes. really good. Oh, do, have you seen? Yes. yes, I have. I've been watching. Absolutely. Unfortunately, he's on my fantasy team, and I flex him out. Never. I whether or I not his understand. numbers are good for fantasy, he's a really good receiver. The guy is a very talented. Paying attention. That's he all. is. He is a high level number two wide receiver. The guys. The guys. Really, I'm a big Michael Gallup fan. It's still but, yes. If you're trying to tell me that Slay and Bradbury can't handle those guys, I'm all ears. Well, they you're can handle me, those guys, but it, <laughs> what it's the not, fuck are we it's talking not about? Erase, I can't go into a game expecting them to erase those guys. Not saying that they're going to erase them. Okay. Either. But, like, I'm just saying, if the, this conversation is about you should feel scared about the Cowboys and everyone, including ESPN, is trying to tell me that. And I'm going, same shit every year. You're waving the flag for OBJ because you're terrified that you're going to get your ass kicked and have to go, like, excuse Dak's play again for, like, the millionth time in a row. Which, by the way, I still think he got treated unfairly there, too. They're going to flip on him. They're going to demand a new quarterback. And that's what's going to happen. This, this is going to end in disappointment for the Dallas Cowboys for the 26th fucking year. Uh, we're going to have the same conversation the next year or two years down the road. It's the same Cowboys, different haircut, fucking same person. Jerry Jones is not changing ever, fucking ever, dot com. Th this is it. His legacy was built on, a, on a, the largest fucking lopsided trade in NFL history and that is it. He has not built anything other than PR, flash dancing and saying, I'm smarter than every fucking one else and he's screwing up a fourth round pick quarterback which he hit on. It reminds me a lot of his buddy, Dan fucking Snyder. He's just the pricier version of it and he's just as terrible at his job. That's it. He just doesn't want to look bad ever and so he puts up the Jerry wall every single time and that's why Vince Quinn and Ben and everybody else gets so, so oh, oh, we can't believe that the Eagles are a good team anymore because the Cowboys are a threat. What? Where does Sorry. that come from me? Where have I said that the Eagles aren't a good team anymore? It I've just filters said, right into no, no, it. No, no, no. That's I, all. I've said this is the best roster in the NFC. I've said it all year. That's where they still are. But the, the main difference is that as much as they are the best roster in the NFC, Dallas is two. It's right there. And their coaching's better right now. <laughs> Then it 
is. The coaching's better than what? The Eagles. The Dallas Cowboys coaching is better than the Eagles yes. right now? Right I, now, I absolutely. Can't even there that. is no doubt in my mind that right now, over the last month or so that I've I've been watching everything super close, especially with Dallas, their coaching is better right now. <laughs> oh I mean, look, that ten, the Eagles blew out the Vikings, right? They, yep. they totally did. But for Dallas, that game was a laugher at halftime. And then five minutes into the third quarter, you could put the backups into the rest of the way. That game was like thirty-seven to three. I'm sorry, is this college fucking football? It was when they we... played when they played the Vikings. It was. Oh, okay. Is this a is this a BCS where we've got to like? Well, the Dallas Cowboys blew out the Colts, and the Eagles only won by one point. But you know, the Eagles did beat the Packers, and um, the Packers beat the Cowboys. So it knew. Who cares? Who gives That's a- what we've argued about the last three weeks, right? What is this empty feeling? Why is this team not as great as we thought? They're not blowing the doors off That's of everybody. That's on the Eagles, not anyone yes. around the NFC and, and not anyone and, around the and AFC. Dallas is doing that. Oh, my God. They're doing that. My, our own eyes. My own eyes told me that the something there is an issue with the offense with Goddard in it and Goddard out of it, and I'm still pointing at the OC, and suddenly Marcus Brady gets hired, and it's a little better in two weeks. So, like, yes, uh, okay. Kellen Moore is, is without a doubt, a better offensive coordinator than Shane Steichen. I'll give you that. Done. Yeah. Outside of that, who cares? What do you mean, <laughs> who cares? They're a talented team. They're coached really well. Their defense is, they don't have the same turnover rate, but turnovers are part luck. They've got, as, they've got more so sacks the than the Eagles do. So the Cowboys could possibly beat, again, the Cowboys could possibly beat the Eagles on December 24th, which I fully agree with. And I'm probably making that the the second loss of the season, even though I didn't call the Titans right. But out great. So if they lose and you want to panic yourself for the next couple of weeks into the playoffs that you might see them again there, even though they're going to get bounced out in the fucking first round again, what do you want me to do, Vince? Respect them more? That's all I'm saying. I respect the Cowboys more. Congratulations, Jerry. I fucking respect you a little bit more because I was wrong on how bad your head coach was going to be this year. You win, buddy. Congratulations. Tip of the hat. Now what do you want, Vince Quinn? Well, yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. That's it. All I'm saying is is Dallas is just as good as the Eagles. You should respect them just as much as them right now. I will not accept that statement. Why not? You just made me fight again. They are not just as good as the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe by the numbers they are, but you can tell when... (laughs) You've watched more Cowboys games than I have, so I've got to bow down and say... Okay, you've watched the tape and you've done your work, but I guarantee you I would have the same opinion if I did too. Who, if you're telling, you just said Dak Prescott's the one fucking up the offense. He's the worst part of the <laughs> offense right now, there's no doubt, but Dak Prescott is still pretty good. I, I, I still love Dak Prescott even though he's wearing the wrong uniform. I, have seen, I, there was, I love that man. The most undervalued quarterback outside of Jalen Hurts, 100%. Jalen Hurts is way better than than fucking Dak Prescott he will is. ever be. Will ever be. That's the difference. Do you understand that Jerry Jones panicked so much and every Eagles fan in the world wanted CeeDee Lamb? They wanted CeeDee Lamb. Do you want that world right now? Fucking I don't. I do not want that world. That pick was for Jalen Hurts and everybody screamed about it. And you know what Jerry did? He wanted Dak or he wanted Jalen down there too. Everyone forgets that. He wanted to punt fucking Dak Prescott out of there, go draft Jalen Hurts, and not have an issue with his cap. They would be three in a row of hitting quarterbacks if they win that. And how he snatched his fucking soul and look at the beautiful thing that he built. Not worried. Today, 
next year, the year after that, and so on and so on. The Cowboys will have their flashes and their chances because they're too damn talented. They will never put it together as long as Jerry's the owner. Full stop. <laughs> that's it. I mean, like, that's... I can no longer dive into this pool for you that you have to respect the Cowboys. No, I do fucking not. <laughs> and if that's what it, if that's how it's going to be, look, his, history is history, and Jerry Jones, the problems of Jerry Jones, he Ooh. is the number one thing that has made that team great and bad at the same time. Like, it, he's always had high expectations. I imagine with the scouting department, there's been all sorts of shuffling over the years, but the, what they do is magic consistently. They've always had great talent. But yeah, he he meddles with things too much. He's one of coaches he could control. It's it's held them back. It's ruined the team. It's caused all sorts of problems. Jerry is the biggest problem. But goddamn, I mean, if they were ever going to have a shot, this is the year. It, it, this is it. I just I don't know what else you could ask for. I if just can't tell you how many times I've heard that line. I can't tell you, Vince Quinn. You you're not there yet. I don't think. This is the gap between seeing the. The 90s Cowboys and, and this, right? This is the age gap between us. Well, it's, it's certainly been a gap because <laughs> uh, I've never seen a team this good. What, I, what What's the difference between this season and last season? What's it, Like performance-wise. Coaching. I mean, uh, I don't, in terms of the numbers, I don't have the exact numbers and what the differences are. But uh, just it's looking at... Look a little looked a little lost. I mean, first off, their, their pass rush is even better. Like, they're, they're leading the league in sacks. They got yeah. 48 sacks already. So, like, defensively, just everything is on a higher level right now. So, Dan Quinn, he's, he's just mastered it. And then offensively, there's enough variety in terms of what they're doing. Like, I, I once in a while when we talk about the offense for the Eagles, it's like, how are you hitting all these different levels, right? You want short passing, long passing, medium passing, run game, read action, read options, like all these all these different things that you can do to, to keep teams on their heels. Dallas is pretty balanced in that way. So, like, the variety of the play calling, the different ways that they're hitting you and making you defend, it's it's not a very simple offense. It's not they can only do one thing. They can beat you multiple ways. So how do you defend that? Like, they're actually getting the most out of the talent right now, which is the shocking thing because I thought they had no chance to do any of They've that. They've always done I that. Spent the whole, no, they, they have gotten every ounce, especially on the defensive side of the ball, the unit that which, which you're inferring has been great. They have always developed good talent on that side. And some of them don't make it to the second contract. And generally, this is where I'll give the Cowboys credit, they do a good job of not signing those guys. They do a really good job of just going, nah, you're just okay. You know, I don't know if a woozy and how people feel about that. He's playing with the Bengals. He's doing pretty good. But outside of that, like, yeah. I, it's, and if you're going to play defensive football, and that's your strength, Vince Quinn, and you're telling me the offense, and their, their offense is nowhere near as powerful as their defense. Cowboys that's, offense? In my opinion right now, absolutely. There is more ability on the other side of the ball than the offense is right now. Because of what we just said, all the offensive line problems that they've just gone through. Jason Peters now being out of the lineup. Like, the offense can struggle a lot of the time. Tony Pollard, don't let him touch the football. That's pretty much how you beat the Cowboys. It's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over again. Dak Prescott made me make some mistakes. He is so good against the Eagles. He is. He is. <laughs> so, like, I, yes, all these things have been true. That's all. All yeah, these I, things I, have been true. They are not new facts. <laughs> I've never this seen it. This is not like a better this. Cowboys team than it to, to my. I, I think, I, I, like, I don't really know the di the differences between last year's team and this year's team. And if you're telling me that this year's team is better than the one that won the division, yeah, it makes me feel even better.
It's, it's <laughs> no, this this one is is definitely. I mean, first off, the Eagles team is definitely better than the one last year by a mile. Uh, I don't think that's really close. But yeah. but man, I mean, Dallas they just they put up a lot of points pretty consistently. All right, two one five five zero nine fifty eight thirty three. Jump into the Discord, bellandthebirdmen dot com. Am I just like, am I poo pooing this too much? Much like we did in the beginning of the season. I'm just. Whatever. I know. Whatever, I, man. I get it. I, I totally get it. Cause but I just man, I'm I'm stunned. You know what it is? It's probably because uh, again, um I am doing a terrible job of drinking water on a daily basis because we do have so much stuff going on. If you notice it, like I've got really bad coffee pee pee in like the last like three or four days because of everything that's happening at the house and just you know, job work, you know, you know that good stuff. So I just want to tell you, I know it's seems ridiculous because for me personally, I have so much trouble just going to the fucking sink and going into the water bottle and putting a 64 or 32 ounce thing next to me. Like, keep drinking this liquid death in my fridge. I'm pounding those things left and right. Less coffee peepees. 16.9 ounce can, fully cold, like you're grabbing a soda, except you know it's just wonderful water. And uh, I forgot to once again stop at the 320 market here on Media. Uh, so just go to liquiddeath.com slash bell to uh, see where you can get. A can, a case of liquid death, uh, mostly because it's delicious. Um, it's uh, one of the best uh, things that you could buy for yourself because it is water. <laughs> and it murders your thirst. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say here, Vince Quinn. If I had a little more water, I'd be a little more calm today. I could use some more water, man. I, my, my mouth is getting dry from yelling at you. So, uh... Well, let's, let's yell at each other a little bit about this, too, because uh, we're heading to the game. We've had some time off from being at away games. We are undefeated on the road. Taylor keeps telling me that, you know, the Eagles struggle on the road. They have. They have every single game. I don't think they've covered on the road yet. Mm, uh, just the uh, Carson game. Carson game. That's, That's right. Uh, week three. So I said blowout on the last episode because I just, I don't, that, that Giants tie really uh, woke me up in terms of, like, what you're going to be able to do against the Giants defense and stuff like that. Um is this Giants team the same, better, or worse than the Titans team that they just played? Worse. Much worse? I don't I think they're the same team almost. It's pretty damn close. I think they're worse. I think they're a <laughs> slightly better version than the Titans. Just because of the defense, it's young, winks a little better on that side, in my opinion. Um I, so why why wouldn't there be a blowout here? Like they're they're on a they're on a high. They're they just crushed the Titans. I, I would assume the Giants are going to play them relatively the same. What what can you do? What that's what I'm saying. Like what are you going to do against Jalen Hurts? What, each game yeah. you walk into, like what are you going to do? Are you going to drop seven like Wink likes to do and have seven DBs out there? Fine, he's going to run for nine yards a clip. Okay, you want to play tight? AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, the same the same stuff. I just I feel great about this being a Washington esque blowout because they're due. It's a divisional opponent, and they feel good about themselves. Plus, you get Avante back, maybe? Question mark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the one thing I'll say about the Giants is like they their best ability is to do things off schedule or or not even off schedule. It would be uh, out of out of structure, right? Like. Daniel Jones can just run when shit goes bad. That's right, and and he's good at it. I mean, he's a he's a really good athlete. He can move. So it's a so, bunch of wild cards. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's really what it is. wild cards for sure. That whole team is wild cards, and that's why like this whole season we've been talking about this team all year because you've been such a big believer. And they were kicking ass early in the yeah. year, but man, the last couple of weeks it's really woo. 
Yeah, no. you guys are right. They just don't. The talent's not there. Right? The talent's just not there. It's not there. Their, their coaching is phenomenal, though, too. Outstanding. So, so yeah. you got to give them all the credit in the world for that. But, yeah, like, at this point, they've been losing a lot of games. It's been slowing down a lot. They've had some injuries. Like, Wandale Robinson was a slot rookie, slot wide receiver for them. like, really good potential, too. Yeah, yeah. he's fucking awesome. Amazing. I love watching that guy. He's really, really fun. But you know what? He tore his ACL a couple of weeks ago. He's gone. So, like... Ultimately, I don't think they have the weapons to compete. They just don't have the horses, offense, defense, as much as they play solid football. So I think it's going to be one of those games where it drags for a while. Like, it's com- it's going to be competitive enough, and then the fourth quarter, the Eagles go up by two scores, and, you know, maybe there's, like, a garbage time touchdown to make it close. Yeah, the midway, because that's when the Giants, like, typically are reading their game charts on, like, win probability. <laughs> it's, like, still tight. And you have those, you know, random spikes because they've had so many close games early on in the season, but right around the mid-third quarter where it's just like, it just kind of skews down a little bit, and there's a wave that they ride. And if they survive the third quarter, that's when they're like, okay, we're still hanging around, we're still hanging around. Um, the interesting thing to me, more or less, is like another thing that kind of popped up in our Discord uh, about this in particular, because, you know, Dable is has had a pretty tight relationship with Nick Sirianni. They, they, they were in Kansas City together. I think he was even on a conference call saying, you know, we've been good friends. We keep in contact all the time. So they kind of come from the same cloth. They, they learn from the uh, the great people. Uh, Dable, I never understood why they held out as uh, making him a head coach, maybe just interviews poor or whatever. But um, if do you think that he's going to put like Jonathan Gannon in knots and that's why it's in close? Like they'll just have some of those things where like there's the Saquon 80 yarder that you're not supposed to give up or, or stuff like that. We kind of just I think it's a kill JG game. It ends up being that the offense saves their ass. They pull away in the third quarter and everybody's happy at the end of the day. But I think uh, everyone's upset with Jonathan Gannon at the end of the day. Yeah, look, a lot of running backs give them a hard time. They beat the shit out of Tennessee. So fine. They killed Derrick Henry. and We felt pretty good about that. But Saquon can really give you some problems. And I think he's got more variety at this point because like 50 guys specifically. Yeah. Not, yeah. not just power. Yeah, exactly. You need that agility a little bit more. And and that's why, like, Damian Pierce killed them. I mean, Damian, it was the Houston Texans. They've what, one win all year? <laughs> the Houston Texans killed them in the run game. So if they're going to mix in a combination of Saquon and Daniel Jones and they're just hammering that through this game, yeah, I mean, their ability to break off some big plays, I think, is real. It's, it's going to be a question of, in part, how much is the Tennessee game, like, adjustments that fixed things? And how much of that was them just playing a good game? I mean, how many times this year have we talked about tackling with this team? Yeah, a lot. And right? and, and who knows where that's I don't I really don't know what leads to bad tackling on most days. I've heard so many theories. Practice. Practice is a, is a major one. Uh, not being up for this game is another one. Taking I I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, I I think that the Eagles are in a great place. Maybe AJ Brown was right all this time and that one loss has helped them cuz they've kind of had two seasons. They're getting into the second gear mode of like, okay, we need to finish strong. We need to make sure that we take care of this first round bye. They clinched the playoffs with a win, too. You know, so that's like weird to say with 13 games played, but like, ha, 12 and one in the playoffs for sure. One more, and I think, or two more, and they're, that's mathematically, that's that. If you get to 14, that's the bye. Um, so, uh, you know, um, the, and I'm, I'm excited to see it for that. I don't think they'll have a problem getting up. But the only reason why I ask is because uh, somebody asked a really good question in the Discord. I apologize. Um, do you think Jonathan Gannon's defense just kind of works or does it need all this massive talent that they've put in there, which is kind of a loaded question to me. You yeah. always need something elite on a defense if it's going to be good. But um, 
to me, the fact that you have Reed Blankenship, Josiah Scott, uh, the development of Marcus Epps, those are not superstar players. I'm sorry if we talked about this already, but to me, it just seems like that should be proof in the pudding that Jonathan Gedden shouldn't necessarily get killed by all this stuff. It's, it seems like it's working out okay. Everybody sta- understands where they need to be, plus the front seven's playing out of its mind. So that helps, too. Yeah, it, it's weird because I think the bar for Gannon is really we think this should be the best defense in the league, unquestionably, and it's not. You know, that's that's the problem. It's, it's close. Like, yeah, it's like they're a top 10 defense. That's great. You're a top 10 defense and a top 10 offense right now. That is a Super Bowl team. Top five offense, yeah. too. Right? <laughs> yeah, top I think five. that's all you need. So that's that should be the formula. We should be pretty happy with this. But when you see, I mean, look at all the layers of these guys, right? Secondary is the best we've ever seen in this city, at least to me. Uh, defensive line, super good, all the depth. TJ Edwards has been rated the best linebacker in the league by PFF, if I saw that correctly. Man. So it's all three levels. I mean, yeah, it's just the talent is so immense that, man, why aren't you killing people? Why aren't you blowing out people? Why <laughs> why do some of these shitty teams get like 25 points or whatever it is? Not like enough just, to like, Kobe Dean, goddammit. Well, and maybe that's <laughs> it, too. He's He looked great. I, he I, I am buying the hype. I was buying the hype for sure. But, I'm not buying all the hype, but I'm buying enough of it. And, of course, Kaiser is limited practice on Monday or Tuesday's walkthrough. Keep an eye on that. I think that would automatically like shove him in for more playing time there. So that should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, it will always be funny to me that like we will never accept that this is a good defense. <laughs> and we're, we're bitching about like, you know, Michael Parsons, like, look how aggressive it is. Look how good they are. And I'm going, eh, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just a different style. That's all. Cause you have all these, all these different horses and, you know, Avante Maddox coming back at the right time. Everybody else is coming back at the right time. So, yes, I do I do think that Jonathan Gannon can make things work, and that's why we're going to enjoy his uh, Panthers job. You think well, they go back-to-back defensive coordinator? That would be so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, like you, you look at it because that's one of the differences, right? Um, when you think about Dallas, for example, I want to I make sure I got the guy's name right. I know it's Donovan. Uh, it's one of their safeties. I think it's Donovan because uh, I was going to say Mitchell, but I think it's Donovan <laughs> yeah. Smith. Donovan uh, Mitchell Don- playing Don- Donovan Wilson, I think, is yes, what it is. that's right. Uh, so Donovan Wilson, he's got at least four sacks on the year. You know, and it's like, oh, damn, they're blitzing that safety. They uh, Curse has had a couple of sacks coming off the edge, another safety for Dallas. So, like, yeah, you want to see that sometimes. That's the thing that people look for. There's a natural rhythm to that of, like, hey, once in a while we're going to see guys off the edge. It gives a different look, whatever. So I think people want a little more of that. But – yeah, I mean, you you got 42 sacks. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> you know, it's the most since it's a almost a franchise record for the last like 20 years or something, isn't it? Yeah. So. And we're all we're all guilty of it. That's the funny <laughs> thing is we're all looking at it like, no, there should be more. Why aren't there more? And earlier in the year, there were certainly games like that. But now I feel like it is hitting that rhythm and, and it's good, which, by the way, let me ask you this. Yes. Like, thinking about Robert Quinn for a minute, because it, it's been a lot of talk this week. of Like, oh, my God, this guy's such a dud. He goes on IR. Thank goodness, by the way, that it's an injury and not well, like. See, that's how bad. I feel. <laughs> that was exactly my thought. I was like, oh, thank God he's hurt. Like, it's just good. Like, they feel comfortable enough with the players that they've got right now. He was clearly dealing with something. I'd be curious whether he got that as soon as he got here or he had it in like Chicago. It and and so if they trade it for him going like, oh, well, he's hurt, but he can play and like, we'll see. Then And now they sit him until the playoffs, essentially. Cool. Pure speculation. It's a I think it's a big reason why he wasn't playing in Chicago, because he was trying to get healthy. You have to pass a physical and like, yes, he could play today, but his hamstrings are like 78 <laughs> percent or like whatever it is. Like if he moves too much. 
That makes sense with the very limited reps. It makes sense for everything he's trying to get right. And I agree with you completely. Get ready for the playoffs and let's go have some fun. Uh, we hope we can have some fun. In the Met- I've never been to MetLife. Have you? This is my first time up there. Uh, I did go there. This was great. There was a couple of years ago. There was a game where the Jets, I saw the Jets beat the Cowboys. <laughs> and that was like a holy shit game. Like there was no reason for the Jets to win that game whatsoever. But they did. And that was awesome. So I did do that. Uh, it's, you know. Stadium, it's a stadium. It, it feels like a, a coliseum in some way. It's like really okay. tall. It's it's very strange. You ever been to the Rose they Bowl? They fit in there. Uh, no, I haven't been to the okay. Rose Bowl. That's what I imagine. It kind of looks like an NFL version of the Rose Bowl. I drove by it. Like actually drove by it. Drove yeah. by it uh, a couple days ago, and it just looks like a dump. Yeah, like I always because I was you know would take the train up to New York and. You see it on the way, you know, when you're taking NJ Transit. And I just go, God, who wants to go here? <laughs> who wants to hang out and, was, you know, get off at Penn? Is it Pennsylvania? I don't even know. The caucus. The sea caucus. The caucus. The caucus. Sea caucus. The Midwestern version of that. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I'm uh, at least we're on a bus. So there'll be alcohol. There'll be refreshments and food. And that's uh, why uh, Vince always takes care of us. PhillySportsTrips.com slash bell. If you still want to join us for the tailgate or if you're in Chicago, um, just some other quick stuff. Everybody won awards this week. Fucking phenomenal. Uh, the back-to-back for uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, MVP chatter is still right there, just where we thought it would be. Um, not. I know everybody's been talking about San Francisco since Jimmy G left and all that stuff. Purdy's got some moxie. Eh. Brocktober. Brocktober. Iowa State legend. <laughs> <laughs> He's fun. It's uh, fun for now. And more, most importantly, one, uh, yes, indeed, Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie did announce that uh, Billy Joel and uh, Stevie Nicks will be part of the uh, Lincoln Financial Field Summer Tour coming in June. So if you're a fan of that, there is that. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, Desmond Ritter is starting after the bye week, and y'all going to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that the Eagles didn't draft him or Justin Fields, just for the record, but Desmond Ritter. Might beat Tom Brady in the last game of the season, win that NFC South, and then I'll celebrate. So. Oh, that would be the best. <laughs> I would love that so much. I doubt much. it happens, but there's a chance. So. A chance, baby. Come uh, on. Vince Quinn, any final thoughts before we go to New York? Uh, Baker Mayfield's a Ram. That's pretty funny. They're starting him. He signed like two days ago. They're like, yep, you're going to start, which I just, I feel, whoever the third quarterback is, I feel so bad for that guy. I think they're down to it, aren't they? Isn't it John uh, Worf? Or he's the backup. Well, he's the backup. So whoever's been behind that to be like, oh, this Wolfert's hurt. Stafford's out. This is my chance. I'll at least get this game. You ain't ready. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean. QB three or one point two five million dollars for an actual starting quarterback. It's pretty. Nice. It's not bad. No, it's great. <laughs> but goddamn, you want to try? You at least want a shot. And they're just like, no, no, no. We don't even know this guy, but he's gonna play over you. It's just, it's devastating. My reading too much into it that Matthew Stafford's like, I'm not coming back after this. This sucks. I've like had twenty billion injuries. I've won a Super Bowl. I'm good. Well, did you see the scale of his injury? Yes, it looks really bad. Yeah, they they said uh, he can't feel his legs. He has numbness in his Jesus, legs, man. and yeah, he he might actually be done. Please retire, Matt Stafford. You have nothing left to prove, even though we both don't think you're a Hall of Famer, yeah. and that's for another day. <laughs> but uh, uh, Taylor Cordatus, anything to add before we say goodbye? Uh, Eagles barely win. Giants bring you down the muck. That's pretty much every <laughs> game that they have, and Eagles like to play at the same level as their opponents when they're away. <laughs> 
That sounds uh, that is some expert analysis right there. Uh, so what he's saying is don't take the seven or the six and a half. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> but do go purchase one of these. I'd rather be watching the birds' corduroy hats at bellandthebirdmen.com. We will be right back here. Um, well, Tuesday, but we'll be uh, having our post-game show in the parking lot or on the bus at MetLife Stadium. Can't wait to see you there. And uh, fly, Eagles, fly, as always. Okay, bye.